ओम श्री साई राम प्रशांति संदेश एटी एथ एपिसोड थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर योर टाइम इन एवरी रिलीजन प्रेयर इज ए वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एक्टिविटी एवरी रिलीजन वॉन्ट्स यू टू ऑफर योर प्रेयर्स and so every theist or every follower of every religion prays necessarily but how have we made it how are we practicing prayer how are we offering our prayers we made prayer almost a technique which is not correct prayer some have made it a ritual which is also not correct while some consider prayer as a formality ridiculous so i can say that prayer is not any way technique it is not a ritual at all and not in the least a formality so we need to examine ourselves how we are offering our prayers is is has it become mechanical anyway is it simply repetitive what, what do we mean by prayer how are we offering our prayers in one sense truly speaking prayer is a spontaneous outpouring of our heart it is spontaneous and it is more or less outpouring of our heart how can reduce it to a ritual or call it a formality no 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 and in fact prayer arises in the moment it is not anything preplanned or anything prescribed not like that it happens in the moment and as we pray anything may happen depending upon the intensity of our prayer well we know many of the musicians of the past like chagaraja or annamacharya sordas or purandardas all these musicians prayed that has expressed in the form of music so music is the way of their prayer you cannot say uh, music is not prayer no music is a form of a prayer we also know even dance also can be a form of a prayer all the disciples of chaitanya mahaprabhu and we know most of the people of hari krishna consciousness they are dance why 
because it is their form of prayer. Well, if nothing happens, at least one enjoys prayer by remaining silent. Even silence also a prayer. Take for example, it is not the way how we look at it. No. The container and the content. Let us take that example. Container is not important, but the content is important. So, prayer is the content and not the container. And the container is only outward, external, but the content is within. That matters much in offering our prayers. And prayer is not merely an expression either. When it becomes just an expression, it is just verbal, oral or vocal. No. It comes from our heart, beyond expression. When I am silent, I am prayerful. You cannot say silence is not prayer. And you cannot say prayer should be offered loudly. No. Singing is a form of prayer, as I said earlier. Well, in other words, just let everyone listen to one's own heart and feel in the moment. And then prayer arises. Don't impose prayer on anybody. Don't plan any prayer. Sri Ramakrishna Paramahamsa gives an example. When the child cries, mother immediately rushes to help the child. If the child is hungry, mother will come to know. And here, the mother is not concerned with what raga tune the child is crying, whether it, the beat is proper or not. Mama is crying, child cries, that's all. There, uh, the tune or the beat do not matter at all. In a similar way, our prayer should not be an imposition. And it cannot be planned because my mood, the demand of the moment, the situation may lead to a specific type of prayer that arises right from my heart. It arises in me. And the prayer differs from moment to moment, depending on the mood, as I said. Therefore, prayer cannot be a fixed prayer. No. If the prayer is a fixed prayer, it is just mechanical or false. It is just a ritualized activity. And when it becomes a ritual, it is no longer a prayer. So much so I can tell you, my friends, an unritualized, spontaneous gesture is prayer. Unritualized, spontaneous 
these two are very important isn't merely a ritual it's just spontaneous that arises in you sometimes we feel so sad is then out of the sadness you pray then sadness is your prayer yes because i cry from my heart and that cry becomes a prayer sadness becomes a prayer and tears start rolling down the cheeks rolling down the cheeks we also heard from our mythology certain demons like hiranyaksha hiranyakashipu arte for example ravana they are full of hatred and anger but if we go into the depth of their life you'll certainly come to know their anger is also a prayer because they fight with god but no one else when you fight with god well that anger becomes a prayer why because you, you, god is yours and you belong to him so you have got every liberty to fight to be angry with him because where there is love there is anger too so and this love knows no formality nothing you are so intimate you are so close therefore anger is also a prayer but one thing is necessary that we should not be insincere in our prayers as uh, in other walks of life keep one thing inside and express in a different way outwards well on the surface i may be praying but there's no iota of prayer within so a prayer should be most sincere very necessary it should not be inauthentic particularly with reference to god it is even said that great devotees like paramahamsa they talk to the deity paramahamsa talks to kali mother kali a direct dialogue and paramahamsa behaved like a child in front of her that's why jesus said one should be a child to enter into the gates of heaven child stands for all innocence for all the truth yes nothing less than that so the truth of the moment should be our prayer when the truth of the moment becomes our prayer we'll find tremendous beauty tremendous beauty over there and this prayer is part of the path of the devotee any devotee necessarily prays without prayer one cannot be a devotee and devotee enjoys in praying in praising lord in describing the divine sport or leela 
Yes. He wants to enjoy God's play, the divine play, Leela. That is, that is a prayer. And then another thing is also this. This prayer is a path of devotion. And there's another one, what you call enlightenment. For enlightenment, meditation is the only path. That is a different channel altogether. Because in prayer, a devotee is rather very much attached to his God, our chosen God, our presiding deity. That is a kind of bondage. Whereas in enlightenment, when you follow the path of meditation, there is no bondage at all. Mahavira never prayed. Buddha never prayed. They only meditated. They are enlightened and their enlightenment is the cause for the spread of their philosophy, for the spreading of their message far and wide. Therefore, on one hand, the path of a devotee is a prayer, while the path towards enlightenment is meditation. And then, as informed earlier, that prayer may be a kind of uh, a bondage also, because you are so close and very much attached to your God. And then, in prayer, there's one thing. Some people say how to pray, when to pray. These are silly questions. Instead of putting questions like this, pray first of all. Pray straight away. You don't have to ask anybody. You don't have to know the procedure either. No. Start praying. You'll come to know the beauty of it. And the need also will help you. And some people ask somebody's help. It is really meaningless. A prayer is a romance between you and your God. You don't need anybody's help at all. No. It is just a matter so confidential between you and your God. We know many of the situations, some of the devotees when they are blessed with interview, they speak such intimate matters with Swami, not known to their family members. Because they take Swami into such a confidence. They confide with Him all that they want to share with Him. Then most of them are not known to their family members. Therefore, prayer is a conversation, is a direct dialogue between the devotee and God. This is very important. And this is our experience also. And then, no, as I said earlier, nobody need to guide you. You have to guide yourself. Be a light unto yourself. You have to be your own light. 
don't look forward for any other help and there's nobody to stop you nobody the time and space well they have no place in prayer it is something like this you go on worried that the door is locked and that you are not able to get out of the room you go on shouting and shouting feeling helpless because you are locked inside the room but actually speaking when someone says the door is never locked the door is never locked you feel that it is locked therefore you cry and therefore you free helpless how many how meaningless it is you are worried about the door that has never been locked it's only your imagination in a similar way anybody coming in our way of prayer they block they block we don't want it it is a straight path between me and my god i don't want anybody to be there in between that we have to develop that kind of spirit that kind of understanding and then the prayer and enlightenment may not be the same paths may be different but yet destiny is one and the same it may be british airline or american airline or any other airline the destination is one and the same that destination being one with god one with god that's what it is at one stage we will come to know that these all these experiences are not real but the experiencer is real experiences happen they come and go but the experiencer remains all the same we observe in our day to day life many many things around but you the observer remains same those that come to your notice those that are observed or different so all those observed are different but observer is one and the same just as experiencer is same experiences are different so we have got to concentrate on the experiencer the observer not the variety of experiences are those that are observed by us we should know that consciousness awareness is the only reality is only reality and that is the witness which comes to our knowledge comes to our experience through meditation but we have also got to think that the past has no place either in prayer or in meditation 
past is past, which is beyond recovery. We brood over the brood over the past. We are very crazy of the past, and sometimes uh, all the wounds we recall and recollect, the way how we were hurt, that's all past. Forget the past. That has no place in prayer and meditation. This has got to be born in the mind, and the prayer is a path towards truth. It's not. It does not take you to a fact, but it takes you to the point of truth. Truth is different from a fact. Facts change, but truth remains the same. Baba gave an example long back. Today you may wear one dress. Tomorrow you are going to wear another dress. Yesterday you had different dress. The dresses that you wear, the attire, attire that you have, they change. But you are the one and the same, and that is truth. The dresses that you wear are facts. So prayer or meditation takes you the truth. That's all. Not a fact, because the facts change. Because dream state, we dream so many things; they remain as a nightmare thereafter. Some begin to tremble; they sweat heavily, even in a dreaming state. When once they get up and they are made fully aware of what is situation around, they are no longer worried. They are no longer in a state of dream. The dream ends when once you are awake. But the dream experience remained a fact at that moment. Like that, facts change, but you remain the same. That is the truth. And then, and this, we have to bear in mind another important point. We go on saying something to God. Oh God, give me that! Oh God, grant me that! Oh God, this is my problem. Problem. We go on saying something to God, but we should learn. We should learn to receive message from God. We should learn to listen to God. Yes, not simply saying, not one way. Because prayer is nourishment. The inner voice, our conscience, tells you, "Please listen to your conscience." That's what Swami says. Body is a water bubble, mind is a mad monkey. Don't follow the body, don't follow the mind. Follow your conscience. So when you follow your conscience, you'll certainly have to listen to the inner voice. And your conscience, then we'll know that prayer is nourishment. And we we also think this way, in prayer that I have got to do something with God. You don't have to do anything, something. No. You allow God to do with you, not your doing. With God, but allow God to do with you. In other words, I have got so many 
so many devices are so many things that i need to pray or worship you think that it is a procedure it is a formality you it is a ritual and this this paraphernalia is very much needed not necessary not necessary you just allow god to do with you you don't have to do anything with him or for him allow him to do with you meaning let god's will prevail oh god you know what i need you know much better than what i know you know uh, what what is to happen in the in the best of my interests you know that leave it to him that's what is called surrender so we are so busy in saying something to god but we don't listen to him and we want to do something for god to god but the correct thing is allow him to do with you meaning completely surrender to him let him decide let his will prevail that's what it is in other words prayer is receptive prayer is receptive it, it receives that sar there lies the beauty of it above all prayer is not merely a memorandum submitted to god when a minister or some vip comes we submit a memorandum saying that we want this we want that we want this you want you to do this we want you to do that is not a memorandum of appeals or requests or demands no what is a true prayer prayer is gratitude oh god we are very grateful to you for all that you have given me for all that you have done for me for this moment that i am alive i am very grateful to you god gratitude is prayer i am very thankful to you god very thankful to you because how, how can i say the number of things that you have given to me the number of opportunities you have provided in this life the number of chances that have been extended to me you made a life a blessing a benediction so i have got to be thankful to you so prayer is gratitude it is thankfulness prayer is just receiving a gift from god yes and so in this state of gratitude and thankfulness you are lost in your god you are no more there your god remains the seeker is the sought drop disappears in an ocean in a similar way you are lost in ecstasy you are lost in bliss only he remains that is the culmination the climax of prayer therefore this talk should open our eyes that prayer is very personal prayer is spontaneous that prayer arises from one's own heart it is not merely demand that's gratitude and thankfulness more and more we'll come to know in future weeks thank you very much sai ram